Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to Podcast 30 in our series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. In our last podcast, we discussed the personal freedom that comes with making choices in our lives. Our top tips were to wholeheartedly recognise that being in charge of your life is truly a positive thing and will lead you to feelings of freedom and fulfilment. Remember that suffering is a part of life and just because you're not making decisions doesn't mean you're going to avoid it. In fact, it will just feel worse. Recognise you always have a choice, even when you don't feel like you do. You can always choose how you respond to a situation. Drop the phrase, I'm responsible, and change it for a more useful and productive, I'm influential. Finally, remember that there can be no personal freedom without making choices. So today's topic, we're going to be discussing the power of being our own coach and learning to coach ourselves. So let's start by exploring what it means to be a coach. A good coach will help you to explore your needs, desires and goals. They'll listen and ask helpful questions so that you can really get to the bottom of things, support you in setting appropriate goals, creatively apply certain tools and techniques to help you move forwards. A good coach will encourage a commitment to following through on your lasting personal growth and change. They will also maintain an unconditional positive regard for you, which means that the coach is at all times supportive and not judgmental of you, your views, lifestyle and dreams. Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds very good. So what would it be like to have the most amazing coach in your life available on tap 24-7, ready whenever you needed them, providing great insights based on deep experience and knowledge of who you are, your past, your strengths, and the way you tend to sabotage yourself at times. Imagine having them on your team, on your side. You know, how much easier would it be to achieve a wonderful life? Now, of course, you could pay us, Helen and I here, (laughs) (laughs) to be with you 24-7. But of course, that would be pretty expensive and possibly quite annoying. Probably would be. (laughs) So instead, we want to give you some ways of accessing your own brilliant inner coach. Becoming a great inner coach starts with asking yourself a few questions to understand what makes a really great coach. So things like, who do you know that's a great coach? Who do you know that should be a great coach but really isn't? Who have you been a great coach for? What qualities make a great coach in your eyes? And what makes a rubbish coach? The answers to these questions will help you identify the qualities that make for a great coach and what qualities do the opposite. When you look at your own conversation you have with yourself, how useful are these conversations? It's not uncommon when we ask clients how much of the time they're really supportive and kind and compassionate to themselves during these conversations that they have. They come up with figures like 10% or 20% of the time, which is a really low figure. This means that the other 80 or 90% of the time is spent being really mean to themselves and being really hard on themselves. Becoming a great inner coach to yourself means starting a more life-enhancing conversation with you. And the big one, 
being compassionate to yourself. So start by taking the great coaching qualities you have identified through those questions and presenting them to your inner coach. Use the coaching skills you already have when you coach your children or friends and allow them to be reflected into your idea of your own inner coach. Make sure you keep the tone of your voice consistent with the one you would use on others in terms of being supportive and positive. We often carry around with us old and non-life enhancing messages that we've picked up while we were growing up from our peers or family. And these messages might originally have had really good intentions, but now you may find that they're really limiting you. I've got a real prime example of this. When I was a teenager, I lost loads of weight and an old friend told me that I shouldn't worry about losing weight because I'm always going to be big. Now, this comment sat with me for years. The friend was trying to be supportive, pointing out that at nearly six foot tall, I was never going to be small. But for years, I had a real complex about my size. And this is something I've really had to work on. Yeah, I've got something similar, actually, Helen. The past example was when I used to try new things. My conversation with myself in the past would be about how that new thing, you know, would be too difficult for me. It would be too much and how I just wouldn't be able to do it. That's, those are the first thoughts I used to think. And I picked this up, I think, from people trying to protect me when I was younger so that I wouldn't try something and then fail at it. Again, like you, Helen, this is something I've really had to work on. So what do we do about this? We need to change the conversations we're having with ourselves. And a brilliant way of doing this is learning to coach yourself in a really useful way. Start by choosing three coaching statements that you would use to support a friend or a child that really resonate with you. For example, it could be that you say to them, well done, you know, you're really awesome or you're a star. And perhaps you say to them, you can do this. These are just ideas. Use whatever works for you, but make sure that they're positive and life enhancing statements. And this is going to feel a little weird at the start, but it does get easier as you get used to accepting this kind of supportive words from yourself. To start with, you could do this looking in a mirror until you get used to receiving your positive encouragement from yourself. And then add a question to this when you're ready, which is, what do you actually want? Good coaches use lots of questions to encourage you to think about things and consider your options. This will allow you to come up with your own solutions, which are by far the best fit for you and also the most powerful. Now, think about answering this question. We spend so little time thinking about what we actually do want that sometimes it takes a little time to pin down that answer. A good tip is to make sure you answer in positives. For example, you may want to get fit for the summer rather than saying something like you don't want to feel fat. The next step is to take what you want and make it very specific. Give your answer lots and lots of details and really paint a picture of what you want to achieve. So you want to get fit for the summer. So make this by July. You want to be running a five kilometre run comfortably, feeling light and healthy, having lost seven pounds. This way your brain will have absolute direction about what you want to achieve. Your coach will then ask, how are you going to do that? That's another brilliant question to get in the habit of asking yourself. 
And this is the way to ensure that you have a plan of action and that will assist you to follow through on your desires as you have decided the steps that you needed to take. The key thing here is the idea of steps of chunking this goal down. So using our example of getting fit for the summer, you could start by, for the first week, introducing a jog and a walk routine three days and eating three healthy meals a day with a treat day on Sunday. The more detail you can put into your plan, the better, as this will give you the route, but it will also show up any potential areas of sabotage. And also, if you're being too ambitious, your goals have to be reasonable. Now you know what you want and you've decided the steps, use your coach regularly to check in and keep you on track by recognising what you're achieving each step of the way. As a reminder, our top coaching tips are reflect on good coaching qualities and transfer these to your inner coach. Choose three coaching statements that support and encourage you. Practice coaching yourself in the mirror until you get used to it. And the first question your coach asks is, what do you want? Remember to answer that question in positives and then be specific about it so you can describe it in detail to yourself. The next question your coach asks is, how are you going to do this? And your response is coming up with a plan of action, chunking it down into achievable steps. Finally, use your coach daily to stay on track and to celebrate your achievements with you. Thank you for spending time with us today and we hope you found this podcast really interesting and we'd love to hear how you get on with your own inner coach. If you've got any questions, you can contact us through the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk and we'll be happy to arrange a chat with you. And while you're there, keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter where you'll get to know about things that are going on And you'll also get different information to the information we put on the blog because we always write fresh articles just for those people on the list. So it's well worth getting on there. And you can also download transcripts of these podcasts there too. It would also be brilliant if you could spend a little bit of time giving us a review on iTunes if you like this podcast because it will really help raise the profile of it and also the lightning process. So if you think it's been beneficial, then just please leave us a review. That would be absolutely fantastic. In the meantime, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.